Good day to all my fellow brothers and sisters out there who are listening. You are listening again to Michelle Kotze live from South Africa from Patato Online Ministries. Today's message that I want to talk to you about is, or the topic is, who is the light of your world? Or should I rather say, who is your darkness? Who is the darkness of your world? That is a question you can ask yourself and answer yourself. But before I give us the scripture, let us open up for us in prayer first. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, I thank you for this relationship that I can have with you. And Lord, thank you that your word is so powerful. It is truth. Lord, help us to stay in your word so that we can know, Lord, your ways for our life. Lord, let us worship you always in spirit and in truth, because we know that God is spirit, and those who worship him, and we must worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, bless every listener out there. I pray that you would open up their spiritual ears and eyes so that they can hear and see the truth that you want to speak to them. Lord, and the words that I'm about to speak, just... May it be anointing that flows through everyone's heart and touch every heart out there. I pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. The scripture that I want to read for us today would be in John 8 from verse 12. As I read the scripture, I also just going to talk about the scriptures as I go on, verse for verse maybe or like so. You can just follow Maybe if you want to, like I said, it's in John 8 from verse 12. The headline says, Jesus is the light of the world. Once more, Jesus addressed the crowd. He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And like I said in the beginning, who is the light of your world? Because it says here that Jesus is the light of the world. And he who follows him will not walk in darkness. So maybe there you can already ask yourself, who am I following? Am I following Jesus or the world? Because the world, we know that the devil rules the world and then you will walk in darkness. Then from verse 13, Then the Pharisees told him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. And how many times do we get into a situation where we give our testimony to people and they would also say like the Pharisees, your testimony is not valid. They don't believe what you are saying. Because why not? It's because they don't have Jesus already in their lives. And sometimes they would think you are making things up and you're just speaking on your own behalf. Then verse 14, Jesus replied, Even if I do testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid because I know where I came from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. And just here by this verse, I also want to say something. There is a verse in Revelation 12 verse 11 that says and they overcame and conquered 
conquered him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of thy testimony. For they did not love their life and renounce their faith, even when faced with death. So here, Jesus says here that even if I do testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid. Because I know where I came from and I know where I'm going. And also we that accepted Jesus in our lives, we know that our testimony is valid. Because we know where we came from before we knew Jesus. And we know also where we are going. We are going to, to heaven one day to live with Him with eternal life. So it doesn't matter then what people are saying to us. But it says here, but you do not know where I come from or where I am going. And that's the thing. People don't really understand or know if we talk these things because they don't know. But we have that assurance in Revelation 12 verse 11 that says that we will overcome the devil and the enemy with the blood of the Lamb which is Jesus that died for us on the cross and without, with the, of the word of their, their testimony and with our testimony because we know that our testimony is truth and there is power in, the, in it. And then I want to read for us onwards from verse 15. It says here, You judge according to human standards just by what you see. I do not judge anyone. And also here, people look at you and they judge you according to human standards, what they are seeing. But Jesus said, I do not judge anyone. So sometimes I can take me for example, and please don't take offense by that. I'm just speaking of my own behalf and my testimony. Before I knew Jesus, I... Um, lived a life that was very sinful I've got I have tattoos and everything and now that I have Jesus in my life people look at me and when they see my tattoos some of them won't believe if I if I am telling them that I am following Jesus because they will say to me but you have tattoos and that's the thing human look at just what they see and they judge according to that. But Jesus looked at the heart and he don't judge anyone. So we must be the example that Jesus set for us. We mustn't judge people. We must look at the hearts and we must lead them to Jesus. We must do everything to lead them closer to Jesus. And then it says here, But even if I do judge, my judgment is true. And my decision is right, for I am not alone in making it, but I and the Father who sent me make the same judgment. And this verse here, I believe that we don't just judge people. But Jesus said, but even if my judgment is true and my decision is right, it is the Father who gives it to him. So for me it is when we accept Jesus in our life, we have the Holy Spirit and we have the discernment of spirits. So Jesus the Holy Spirit can show us that this person isn't right or live a sinful life. And by that, we don't judge the person. We, we judge the sin. We hate the sin, not the person. So that would be then a decision that is made right because we have the discernment of spirits. And then in verse 17, Even in your own law, it is written that the testimony of two persons is true, valid and admissible. 
Verse 18, I am one of the two who testifies about myself and my father who sends me testifies about me. So here we can, we see that uh, if two persons are um, just testifies about something, it is true. So, and we know that Jesus is there for us. He is in our lives and he intercedes for us by the Father. And we know that our testimony is true. It is not that it is a lie. And then I just want to go on. I want to skip now. I was in verse 18. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to read also verse 19. It says here, Then the Pharisees said to him, Where is this father of yours? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. This verse for me is very special because Jesus said that the Pharisees don't know the Father because if, he, if they really knew the Father, they would also knew Jesus. And if people look at us, we must ask ourselves, do we live so accordingly our lives dedicated to Jesus so that if people talk to us, they would see only Jesus in us? Because if they see Jesus in us, they would know the Father. And it is here like Jesus said, if you know the Father, you would know me. But in my case, I would say we have Jesus in us. But sometimes you can live a different life and you say, but I am a Christian, but you live a separate life. You live according to the flesh, not the spirit. You live like the world and not what Jesus asked of you according to his, to his word. And then People can maybe say, no, you are a hypocrite because you say one thing, but you live another thing. So we must be careful and make sure that our lives, we are the representatives of Jesus. We must make sure that we, our lives, we live according to the will of the Father. Then people will see Jesus in us. They will. I believe that with all of my heart. Then I want to read for us from verse 23 now. And it says here, he said to them, you are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. And this verse, I want to say to you, if you have Jesus, then we can say that we are in this world, but not from this world. There's a verse in John 17 verse 14 that says, I have given to them your word, the message you gave me, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world and do not belong to the world, just as I am not of the world and do not belong to it. Then from verse 24, That is why I told you that you will die unforgiven and condemned in your sins, for if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be, you will die in your sins. So it is so important that we believe in the Son, Jesus Christ, because He is the only way to the Father. And then from verse 28, So Jesus said, When you lift up the Son of Man on the cross, you will know then without any doubt that I am He and that I do nothing on my own authority, but I say these things just as my Father taught me. And by this verse, there is also a verse that I want to refer to. It is in Numbers 21, 
verse 9. It says, So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on the pole. And it happened that... Sorry, I just want to read it again. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on the pole. And it happened that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he looked to the bronze serpent, he left. Now by that, I want to say that you just listen that I read here. If, the, if you lift up the Son of Man on the cross... And here it says Moses made a serpent and he put it on a pole. Now it is a resemblance here because I want to read here for you. The, the serpent is the sign that reminds them of their sins. And so is Jesus and the cross the sign that reminds of our, of our, our sins and why he died for us on the cross. And those who live in him and him in us have eternal life. And also here it says that when they look at the serpent, they would, they would live. It says here, if they look, when he looked to the bronze serpent, he lived. And that is so a beautiful resemblance. I think you can also say that is really just a beautiful revelation there. Okay, I want to read on for us in verse 29. Um, let me just see here. Sorry. I read, sorry, not, I am, read verse 24, 28. So Jesus said, yes, now I want to read for us 29. And he who sent me is always with me. He has not left me alone because I always do what pleases him. As he said these things, many believed in him. And I want you to ask this question to yourself. Am I living a life that pleases him, that pleases the Lord? Because we know that God is always with us. Jesus is always with us. Just like Jesus said, his father is always with him. And he has not left him alone. Because I always do what pleases him. Now you can ask yourself. Are you living according to his will? And do you do what pleases him? That is just a question you can ask yourself, I think. Sorry for that. Um, then I want to go on. Verse 30, th verse 31. So Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word continually obeying my teachings and living in accordance with them, then you are truly my disciples. And verse 32 says, And you will know the truth regarding salvation, and the truth will set you free from the penalty of sin. We know, like I said in the beginning, Jesus is the only way to the Father. And if you believe in Him, you know that Jesus, the Bible says Jesus is the truth, the life, and the way. Jesus is also the word, and that is the truth. If we read the word of God, we will read the truth. And it will. And then it says Jesus is the life, and the truth will bring life to our life. And then we can know that he is the only way to the Father. The devil can easily bound you, but Jesus wants to set you free. Like it says here, if the Son sets you free, then you will be, set, you will be truly set free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed.
because we are a child of God then. I want to read on for us now from verse 34. Jesus answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, everyone who practices sin habitually is a slave of sin. And it says here, Now the slave does not remain in a household forever. The son of the master does remain forever. And here we can ask ourselves, Are we a slave? Or are we the son of the master? Because it says here, If you are sinning habitually, you are a slave of sin. So if you are a slave, then you must ask yourself, why am I a slave? Because there is a song that says, I am no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. And if you are a child of God, then it says here, the son of the master does not remain forever. So we must be sons and daughters of the master, the master which is Jesus Christ. Because a slave does not remain in a household forever, but the son of the master does. So you know that the slave come and go in a household, but the son will always stay. Always stay. And you can ask yourself that question. Are you a slave to sin or are you the son of the master? And then I want to read on for us verse 36. So if the Son makes you free, then you are unquestionably free. Unquestionably free. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you plan to kill me, because my word has no place to grow in your and to grow in you, and it makes no change in your heart. Ask yourself today Are the Lord's word, Jesus' word, does it have a place in your heart? Does it Grow in your heart and make a change in your heart. Because if you accept Jesus in your life, there will be change in your life. You cannot stay the same because Jesus says he makes a new creation out of you. You are a new creation. You cannot stay the same anymore because he changes your whole life. He makes all things beautiful in his time. And if you are not, have a change in your heart or his word doesn't grow in you then you must ask yourself, are you truly a follower of Jesus or are you just a fan of Jesus? Because there's a difference in that. Then from verse, I want to skip now and I want to go from verse 42 now. It says here, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, but he is not, you would love and recognize me for I came from God out of his very presence and have arrived here. For I have not even come on my own initiative as self-appointed, but he is the one who sent me. And it is also here in this verse, we can say here that Jesus said to them, if God were your father, but he is not, you would love and recognize me. So if people have Jesus in their life, they would if they talk to you, they would see Jesus in you and he would, they would automatically, they would recognize God also. And it says here that Jesus said he didn't arrive here at his own or appoint himself, but he said God sent him. And sometimes Jesus would lay something on your heart and he would send you to a person. And 
then that person would not be acceptable to the word that you are about to speak. But then we can just have this reassurance that we didn't go there out of ourselves. But Jesus, the Holy Spirit, pushed us and sent us to a person or to someone to give a word. So we, doesn't ha we don't have to be hard on ourselves and feel like, why didn't they accept the word? Because even the Pharisees and Jesus' um, people didn't accept him. And he was sent from his father. So Jesus always sends us to people if we listen to the, to the voice of the father. And if they reject it, you can say, it's okay because I know that I didn't send myself or appoint myself. Then verse 43, why do you misunderstand what I am saying? It's because your spiritual ears are deaf and you are unable to hear the truth of my word. And that is sometimes the case. Why doesn't people hear or want to see? Because their spiritual ears are deaf and they don't want to hear the truth. Then they can't hear the truth. Verse 44, you are of your father, the devil, and it is your will to practice the desires which are characteristic characteristic of your father he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks what is natural to him for he is a liar and the father of lies and half truths so we know that the devil is the father of lies and sometimes if people don't want to believe they their father is actually the devil because they practice the desires which is correct characteristic of their father and the devil speak lies into their life and it's half truths he's the father of lies but if you have jesus he is the truth the way and the life then verse 45 but because i speak the truth you do not believe me and continue in your unbelief which one of you has proof and convicts me of sin if I speak truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God and belongs to him hears the truth of God's words. For this reason you do not hear them, because you are not of God and you are not in fellowship with him. And that's the thing also. People say they are children of God, but they are not in fellowship with him. They are not in the truth of God. They don't read their Bible as they should. And how can the truth speak to them if they don't have that true relationship with Jesus and accepted him in their life? They don't have that fellowship with him. They only know God when they, have the, when they are in trouble. And I always say that Jesus is not a cake for special occasions, but he must be your daily bread, your everyday daily bread. And then I want to read for us verse 58. Jesus replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. This is so beautiful for me. I am the one who is the Lord, Yahweh in Hebrew. It says before Abraham was born, he was already there. That is so beautiful for me. So today, this is my message for you. And I want to leave you again with that question. Who is the light of your world? Or who is the darkness of your world? Are you following Jesus and his ways and the truth that gives you life? 
Or are you following the devil, the father of lies, that only leads you to darkness and, and to death? You can answer that question by yourself. But I want to close for us in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that your word is truth. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can search our own hearts and, and ask you to search also our hearts and see if there is anything in our hearts that shouldn't be there. Lord, cleanse us from our sin and our weaknesses and make us pure and steadfast in your word. Lord, I pray that your message made an impact on those out there who listened so that their heart can be changed and their minds can be renewed to follow Jesus and his way, to be in close fellowship with you. Lord, I know that I want to walk in close fellowship with you so that I can know you every day more and more intimate, so that I can know your heart. And Lord, I want to see the world through your eyes, not my eyes. Lord, let us lay down every, every sin and let us just let you cleanse us from everything and let us come with an open heart, a pure heart, so that you can change us to be more like Jesus, less of us and more of Jesus, like it says in John 3 verse 30. Lord, bless everyone out there. Keep them. Keep them safe. May, they, may your peace surround them. And Lord, thank you that we know that you love us so dearly. You are not here to condemn us, but to set us free. We know the devil wants to bound us and let us live prison lives, but you have come to set the captives free. Lord, set everyone free now in the name of Jesus that feel that they are bound by the devil. Break every chain in the name of Jesus. And I pray this all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank you all that you have listened and my prayer for you is truly that the Lord will just bless you in every way and every circumstance. And know this, that it doesn't matter how far you came or where you've been, the Lord Jesus loves you very dearly and he wants to have that close relationship and fellowship with you so that you can know his ways for your life. So take care and God bless you all. Shalom.